Hey guys, it's Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Hey, listen, if you know me, you know that 316 Creative Works exists to partner with artists, businesses, and churches. Uh, one of my good friends is a business guy. It's the Maynard family, and they run a business, and now they're in partnership with us. So that's Precision Door Service. Listen, in case of emergency, I always call Precision Door Service. They are experts in repairing, replacing all your garage doors and overhead doors. They can be reached. They got two numbers. The Indiana side is area code 219-306-8155. Again, 219-306-8155. Now, on the Illinois side, uh, Precision Door Service can be uh, contacted at area code 708 Four seven four six six five seven. The number again is seven zero eight four seven four six six five seven. You can always get them at Precision Garage Dash Door dot com. That's Precision Garage Dash Door dot com. Of course, we'll probably have Justin throw a contact card up there for you so you guys can see it if you're watching this. Again, this is Clayton from Three Sixteen Creative Works introducing you to another member of the family, the business of Precision Door Service. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for um, thanks for stopping by. Um, I am Clayton from 316 Creative Works, and this is a 316 podcast. Uh, you know, we always we always got to start with thanking the people who are the important people, right? So, um, really, the important people here are uh, Larry and Sandy. We always want to thank them for this opportunity. Uh, we need to thank our creative producer, Esther, our technical producer, Justin, and our house manager, Danielle. I am Clayton from 316 Creative Works. And a lot of people have been asking, you know, um, so so here I am, I'm, I'm 47, right? And uh, for a lot of my life, um, I was trying to figure out what success is. And I think for for a lot of years... I was unsuccessful. And so you try to read or discover or whatever success means, right? So so maybe so maybe you try to redefine it even so that it, it fits into your parameter of of being successful. But at the end of the day, what is success? What is it really about? And and so you 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 think it's about about money. Right, because that's that's what success looks like. Uh, success looks like people with a lot of money, uh, fancy cars, big houses. So that is the image of success. The question is, at the end of the day, what really is success? And I've struggled with that for for a lot of my life because I've never felt successful. I've never, I've never felt accomplished. Uh, and as I, as I would be in ministry meetings or teams or whatever, uh, I would say that, and people would be surprised because they, they would say to me, uh, Clayton, just, just look at your life. Uh, clearly, 
you are successful. Uh, it looks like you have a good and happy and healthy marriage, right? Uh, it looks like uh, your your kids are are, are adjusted and well behaved and and good, happy, healthy kids. It looks like you have a career that you enjoy doing, and obviously it is uh, financially rewarding because you have you have things. Um, it looks like you are enjoying uh, the the ministry that you serve, right? As as uh, as the years as we were building a faith theater company and a drama ministry and uh, doing more um, creative uh, works type of ministry stuff that all looked really successful. So why did it never feel successful? Well, part of that really is a, a brokenness inside of me, right? So so I'm broken. So I, I can't ever feel successful. So... What, what I've come to decide about myself and to learn about myself is that that I have root of shame. So wherever that came from, however that came, I feel ashamed. I have a root of shame. I don't know where that came from. Maybe it comes from a dysfunctional childhood. Maybe it comes from uh, generations of, of of not being proud of of who I am, my parents. I I, I don't know what that is. To to be sure, I have done. <clears throat> to to be to be sure, I have done some shameful things, but but those things don't usually create a root of shame. Um, you know, maybe it's maybe it's things that were done to me as a child. Um. So I, I don't know where that root of shame comes from, but I've never felt successful until I actually defined what success was. And so how do you define success? Like, what, what does it actually mean? Well, I wanna, I'm going to just give you the, 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 the Webster's Dictionary definition of success. So success means simply to accomplish the task you set out to accomplish. That's all it means. If, if you wanted to get married, ask yourself, am I married? And if you're married, you are successful at getting married. You've accomplished the task you set out to accomplish. It doesn't mean that you have a happy marriage. It doesn't mean that you're full of joy and everybody is, is in love. It means you're married. Now, if your goal is to have a happy marriage, that's a little slipperier of a definition. But that's the goal, right? So that's the task that we set out to accomplish. And so, for example, if I want to go play basketball with Justin, we'll grab a basketball, we'll go out back, and we'll shoot some hoops. Are we being successful at playing basketball? Yes, we're playing basketball. But if my goal is to win, we have to find a way to keep score. Baskets are worth two points or one point or whatever we decide. And at the end of that game, if I have more points than Justin has, guess what? I was successful in winning the game. One of the most successful quarterbacks, probably the most successful quarterback, just won his seventh Super Bowl. That's incredible. 
So he is a successful professional quarterback. Is he a successful father, husband, businessman? Uh, I don't know. We, we don't know. We don't know what, what he set out to accomplish. So the definition of success really is nothing more than just to accomplish the task you set out to accomplish. Build a house, start a business, create a friendship, get married, uh, lose 50 pounds. Um, are you successful at those things? But the ultimate question really is, am I successful in life? Right? Because at the end of the day, all of those little successes are important. But at the end of the day, the main success or the main question is, am I successful in life? So I suppose to, in order to understand, and, and this is what helped me overcome shame, I suppose in order to understand if you're successful in life or not, is to understand what you were sent here to accomplish. So if the definition of success is to accomplish the task you set out to accomplish, and if you're trying to apply that to life, you need to understand what you were sent here for. What is the task? What were you supposed to do? What's it about? So it's not about making money or getting married or playing basketball or any other smaller successes. The question of life is, what were you sent here to do and are you accomplishing that task? Now, that conversation got really hard because we don't know why we were sent here. What is the task? What's the thing that we were sent to do? We don't know. But, but, but see, there's this, great, there's this great scripture in the Bible, right? So um, it is, um, before the foundations of the earth, I foreknew you, and I preordained you to do a good work for my kingdom. Whoa. What does that even mean? So, so God says, God says, before the foundations of the earth, I preordained you to do a good work for my kingdom. What is he saying? What does that mean today, right? I mean, that sounded great 2,000 years ago when we understood all this stuff, but now we don't get it anymore. So, so I, I think what God is saying is, God is saying, hey, before I created creation, before I said, let there be light, I said, let there be Clayton. So before the foundation, before he created the earth, he said, let there be Clayton. And he pre-knew me. He pre-ordained me. He put inside of me the gifts, the skills, the wants, desires, the agenda, the life experiences, the parents, the grandparents, the spouse, the children, the work experience, that God put all of that inside of me. He preordained all of that so that I can do one thing for his... Maybe if you're extraordinary, maybe if you're really gifted, God's got two things for you to do. But he put all of that inside of you to do the one thing that God created for you to do. Before the foundations of the earth, I preordained you to do a good work for my kingdom. Before God said, let there be light, he said, let there be you. 
and he gave you the gift before you were even born, man. He gave you the gifts, the skills, the desires to do the one, maybe two things he put you on this earth to do. That's the task. The question is, are you successful? Are you doing it? Are you, are you about doing the one, maybe two things that God sent you here on purpose for purpose to accomplish? We can be successful in business because we have a lot of money. We can be successful in marriage because we're both happy. We can be a successful basketball star because we get more points at the end of the game or more Super Bowl rings at the end of a career. We can be successful in these smaller things. But are you successful in life? The only way to decide or understand or put the barometer is, are you doing the thing? that you were sent here to do. So here's a great example. We look at, um, we look at the character, the person of Jesus of Nazareth, right? The Christ, the son of the living God. We, we look at him and we say, was he successful in life? Now, we don't know an awful lot about him. Uh, the Bible talks quite a bit about him, but outside of that, there's not a lot of history books about Jesus. We think maybe he died about 33. Uh, I suppose if he started his public ministry at 30, there was maybe three years of activity there before he was crucified. Was he successful? <laughs> That's a crazy question, right? I mean, he was not a wealthy man. Uh, he didn't get married. Uh, that we know, right? So, 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 the, so the standard that we go by, the standard that we know is a biblical standard, right? So, so there might be different books that say he was married and different things. But we're we're we, here in the farmhouse studios. We kind of just go th- through, like we talked about last time at the at the end of the day, the truth, right? What is absolute truth? It's it's God, it's Jesus, it's the Bible. So we're just going to go through and, and be about that truth. So so Jesus um, died at thirty three. Wasn't married. Wasn't wealthy. Uh, he was the son of a carpenter or a house builder or a construction guy, right? Worked in stone. Um, he wasn't successful. Uh, he was a rabbi. He was a teacher, um, but didn't have a big following. Uh, actually, he, he, went, he went around and he picked 12 guys who were all kind of losers, right? Um, not, not a successful man. The... the, the the government of the day, the, the, the Roman government didn't like him. Um, his, his people didn't like him. Um, so Jesus was not successful. Except he was sent here on purpose, for a purpose. And the question then is going to be, did he accomplish the purpose? Did Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ, the Son of the living God, did he accomplish what he set out to accomplish? Did he do the one thing, maybe two things, that God sent him here to do? Did Jesus Christ be born, live, be, uh, get crucified? Did, did he, was he buried, and did he rise again from the dead? Did he do those things? If he did, then Jesus was successful because that's what he was sent here to do. So the question is, is are you doing what you were sent here to do? Probably not die for God. Probably not. Certainly not to rise again for God. But the one thing that God put you here on purpose to do, are you doing it? 
Are you successful at it? Are you single-minded, focused on the one, maybe two things God created you to do? Huh. I know the question, right? What was I created to do? There's a famous old guy who said, the two most important dates in your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why. Why were you born? Why were you sent here on purpose? I don't know what it is for you. I know what it is for me. And I know at 47, it took me about 47 years to get there. I know. I understand because of my gifts, my talents, and my skills. I know that my life's purpose is to find new and fresh and fun and edgy ways to creatively communicate the stories of God. That's what I do. How do I know? Because that's the thing that I want to do more than anything else in this world. That's my favorite task to do. I do that no matter what. I can do that in front of one person or thousands of people, and I have. I have done that in front of one person and in front of thousands of people. It's the one thing that I'm really good at. Like, again, I, I can't plug in the mic cables, and I, and I certainly can't hang towel bars. I hate shoveling snow. The one thing I'm really good at is understanding God and trying to find new and fresh and fun ways to communicate that to other people. And it's also the thing that people are constantly affirming about you, right? Like nobody ever said, hey, Clayton, you're a great salesman. I've been in sales for 20 years. I've done okay. I've done pretty good in, in some years. But nobody's ever said, wow, you're just a bang-up salesman. Aren't you a great husband? Look at you being a dad. Right? Nobody can shoot baskets like you. Look, I'm not great at any of those things. Uh, some, some things I'm better than others. But the one thing I'm great at is communicating God. And that's the one thing that everybody says over and over again. You're really great at that. I think that's how you find out what your purpose is. What do you enjoy doing? God will give you the desires of your heart because he did put the desires in your heart in the first place. If God, before the foundations of the earth preordained you to do a good work for his kingdom, if God did all that, don't you think he put the desire in your heart to do the one thing that he put you on this earth to do? That just kind of seems like a no-brainer. So what's the one thing that you love doing more than any other? Right? Is it throwing parties? Is it talking? Is it reading? Is it uh, being an accountant? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because God put you here on purpose for a purpose. So what's the one thing that you love to do more than any other? What's the one thing that people always say to you, you're really great at that thing? What's the one thing that God put you on this earth to do? We have to do other things. But what's the one thing? What's your life's purpose? And are you doing it? That is the definition of success. Somewhere else in the Bible, God said something like, um, so don't worry about tomorrow, right? Every day has enough trouble of its own. What you will eat and where, where you will go, what you will do, don't worry about all those things. We'll take care of all that. But then God says, actually it was Jesus who said these things. He said, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of those things will be added to you as well. 
Isn't that crazy? It's almost like God is saying, hey, look, before the foundations of the earth, I preordained you to do a good work, good work for my kingdom. It's the desires of your heart because I put the desire in your heart. And if you do it, I'll give you everything else anyway. So don't worry about what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. For the pagans run after those things. But seek first the one thing I've put you on this earth to do. And everything else will fall into place. I don't know. It just seems like I would try and figure out that one thing and then be successful at it. That's the definition of success. And if you ask me, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Thanks for watching. Hey, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works talking about our podcast. Listen, if you like any of this stuff that you saw or you heard, I'm going to give you a couple places where you might find it besides coming in live to the Farmhouse Studios. There's a couple platforms you can find these on. Um, <clears throat> so you can check out Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for the cheap seats in the back there, let me say this one more time. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find it under 316 Podcasts.